18 of Australia's most eligible playboys vying for the heart of a small-town gal from the Gold Coast. This is Rose Royale. Hi everyone, I'm Salim Abraham. I'm Brendan White. And I'm Ali Hart. And this is episode one of Rose Royale, a podcast following one pop star's quest for true love and 18 blokes' quest for a C-grade celeb status. Uh, guys, we <laughs> all just watched episode one and two of The Bachelorette, uh, starring Sophie Monk. Uh, fantastic, straight off the bat. What a debut. Uh, I've got to say, for my first time watching A Bachelor or Bachelorette, that was actually not too bad. It you, was, it you was manageable. You in? You in? You moving them chips into the table? I'll, I'll throw a chip in there. This I'm, is, I'm in. This is your first foray is, into Bachelor territory, this is, isn't this it? This is mine. How yeah. about you, Brendan? I've I've been a bit of a, a closet slash slightly outspoken fan of The Bachelor over the years. Uh, the American seasons originally yeah. sunk their hooks into me way back when. Um, and I've been watching the Australian ones on and off. Uh, I think the last one I really hooked into was The Bachelorette. Uh, with the girl, I can't remember her Sammy? first name. Her surname was Love. All oh, right, no, which, which was cute convenient. as hell. Yeah, she was she was a news uh, reporter from I think Tasmania, if I remember right. Um, that was the last season. I missed I missed Maddie's one. Yeah, the, the most recent Bachelor iteration. That was my first Bachelor. Okay, before I entered the Bachelor, and I went from not at all being uh, like a viewer, no interest at all, to diving headfirst into the Bachelor. Mm. Uh, I was placing. Bets. I was keeping an eye on who's in, who's out, who's hot, who's not. It is so good. It is so easy to watch this show. And by God, is there drama, uh, which is what we're all hoping for, I guess. That's what we're all waiting for. Uh, and of course, this season, we've got Sophie Monk as our Bachelorette. Yeah, poison. This was mm-hmm. weird. I, I thought that the Bachelors and Bachelorettes historically were all no-names, like mm. all just kind of random well, you people, You just right? said, like, the last uh, Bachelorette was a news reporter. Yeah. So she yeah. already kind of had to... Yeah, had, of had, a little, had a little bit of status, but yeah. uh, nowhere um, in, in my knowledge of a Bachelor history has there been anyone with this amount of stardom attached to their name yeah. of being the lead what, yeah. to find love. What do you know about Sophie? Well, uh, Sophie Monk, uh, she was in a reality show, Pop Stars, mm-hmm. yeah. where they got a bunch of different, like, I think at that time it was specifically female, I think. It was, yeah. Yeah, and um, they kind of put them together, made a band, and uh, the band was Bardo. This mm-hmm. is late 90s, right? Or is this early noughties? Oh, sending me back. I, well, I, she was 19 when school, she got so. cast, so 18 years ago. 18 years so, ago. So, yeah, 1999. Now, now I feel old. Jeez. I'm seven... So yeah, like early teens for me and obviously being a young girl, pop stars was a thing. So I was actually quite familiar with Sophie Monk at that stage. Mm. You were singing the song earlier. Yeah, Bardo's song Poison. Uh, (laughs) Chart buster. (laughs) Boy and how. But um, and then she kind of like Bardo kind of disbanded and I don't, did she have a song? She probably had a few. I think a few of them sort of was still clutching at that brass ring, oh boy, trying to use their status as uh, uh, the winners of the inaugural pop stars. I couldn't tell you what it was. Uh, I did read she did have a solo career at one point. Oh uh, I think in the early 2000s, she, she went for it. But I you know, couldn't tell you anything about how that went. Mm. And then um, I'm pretty certain she was in a movie or two. I remember she was in Click. That's what I remember her from. She was in a lot of frat boy movies, Mm. I feel like. Like a lot of uh, like teen comedy Mm. movies. Yeah. Um, But she's a blonde bombshell, isn't mm. she? She's a blonde bombshell. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and dating wise, uh, dated Benji Madden. Yeah, the in, uh, for for about two years. Uh, then they were engaged, and about a month later, their uh, publicist announced that that engagement was off. So, yeah, she had a bit of the Madden for a while and uh, moved on. Dated a rock star, Benji mm. Madden. Do you classify him as a rock star? No. It's all, it's in, I'm seeing it in all of no. the Bachelorette uh, like marketing. I'm, I'm so <laughs> I, I was a big Good Charlotte fan. Obviously, we don't want to veer too much off the uh, the Bachelorette path, but I was a big Good Charlotte fan as a kid. We're table um, we're table setting, Sophie. Her little taste. things and all that kind of stuff. That debut album was great, and then they just sort of gradually got worse and worse. And now they're just those old, maybe tipping forty year old rock stars still hanging on to, to that stardom from yesteryear lifestyle of the rich and the famous yeah mm. yeah um so she was with benji for a hot minute the other one we did look into this the other person that we did find uh jimmy essabag jimmy essabag 53 year old businessman Jeez. so obviously quite older mm. quite a lot older uh wonder if that says anything about sophie's tastes he looks like a leather shoe jimmy essabag <laughs> he is not a good looking man he has spent way too much time in the tanning salon, um, mm. but power to the guy. I'm He's just gonna financially s- successful. Gotta say, based on the two people we've talked about, like I, I, I'm gonna admit, like I'm already like kind of skeptical. Well, one thing that we heard Sophie say a lot in her kind of introduction is she felt like she always was getting used for her popularity. Mm-hmm. It was like you dated a good Charlotte person, Benji Marshall, and his prime, and then a fifty-something-year-old businessman. I was like. Who's, mm. who's dating who for what now? Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I know I'm speaking ill, like, but she, I've already fallen for her. I think she's great. Well, so. I have to say, uh, prior to watching episode one until The Bachelorette, I had no idea about who Sophie Monk kind of was as a person. Mm. And I have to say, after watching those episodes, even I'm in love. She's fantastic. <laughs> you should have applied for the show. I should have applied for the you show. You could have been another entrepreneur on there. I'm 26. That's in the date. That's in the target You're almost age too range. old to be on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, in a like, I've, I've had a bit of a. Um, well, not history with Sophie Monk, not in Jeez. that way at all. But like, uh, way back when, before I'd sort of been on and off listening to podcasts in the morning, I'd listen to the morning radio on my commute to meetings, That's and she nice. was on morning radio. And you, you get a lot of that personality, and, and what you're seeing on the show is how she was on the radio. She's very unfiltered, down to earth. Yeah, she, she classifies herself as a bogan, you know, which I love. I'm I'm as bogan as hell as well. Real so down like, to earth, right? Relate. Yeah, real down to earth. Which she, is great. she comes across as so genuine in this show, mm. which mm. is so amazing. Uh, having watched the last season with Maddie J and seeing how much of like a kind of pompous. Uh, wanky sort of person he was and he had no right to be he was a shit kicker tradie from whatever town like he was nothing and yet they typecast these guys as the bachelor i'm like what kind of catch are you mate you probably so, still live so with your mum i feel like he's just more assuming a character where sophie feels like she's more herself he's assuming a character of i think what like a you know the the bachelor should be you know this gentleman kind of person has some money as well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just saying do they yeah. win anything on this show i don't even know Aside love from, mate they win love they win love Okay, and, love and, and some some red carpet deals here and there. Yeah, I was going to say a modeling a gig gigs. every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, let's talk about our bachelors. There's 18 bachelors this season. 18 uh, Aussie stallions uh, <laughs> waiting to be ranked in by Sophie. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, uh, there's some serious characters on this Boy, on this list here. Are there? I'm actually surprised. As like I said, as a first watcher. Um, I'm actually quite surprised how I, I use the term gimmicky 
these introductions where I was actually really impressed that mm. they all kind of like not all of them, but most of them kind of went for a, like an angle and a funny angle and not so serious angle. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It is coming. The <laughs> it's early days. Um, these guys are all going to be at each other's throats in no time. Oh, and we saw fine. a bit of it already on episode two, but I feel like it's really going to kick off. Nothing what? I love more than seeing men being bitchy, so I can't wait. So, what what did you think of some of these intros? Like, obviously, there was, as Sam mentioned, there's 18, 18 contestants here vying for Sophie Monk's heart. You don't see all eighteen get the the full grand entrance though. Like, and isn't that an no. indicator? Yeah, there, there's a few just background filler blokes that I couldn't even tell you who they are. They're just hanging out in the shadows. It, it mm. always works that way. It's I think it's to help them sort of establish some of the other guys, maybe. But like, there is some absolute dead weight on this, and we've already cut three. We'll just quickly maybe reel off the the three blokes who are no longer with the other bachelors. So mm-hmm. Kenny G. Kenny yeah, G. Kenny uh-huh. G is gone. Jamie. Sadly, Jamie, rest in peace, good friend. Jamie. Uh, Chad as well. Chad didn't get a look in after the first episode, unfortunately. He, Great name. Chad was, he was getting pretty thin up top, wasn't he? he? Was Chad the guy holding on to the remnants of his hair? Him yeah, and Kind of like the, the short along the sides yeah. kind of thing and then the rest of the party up top, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, in episode two, we lost Jordan. Uh, I'm so sad. I'm really not. He sucked. He was so odd. And as a person of, like, oddity... Um, I really wanted to see a weirdo make it as far as possible. He made it into the second episode. At uh, least. We've still got Jared. We've still got Jared. So we've still got a weirdo in there. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say straight off the bat, uh, the mean age, the average age of these blokes, I reckon is about 27, 28. Mm, so te- 10 years, Sophie's junior. Sophie's 37. The first two blokes to be cut off were 37 and 38. Mm. Everyone else, I think the oldest at the moment is maybe Luke at 33. Are you saying maybe Sophie Monk, Cougar old. confirmed? Cougar confirmed. Okay. I want to also bring something up. And I, I know it's probably going to come as offensive to maybe guys coming from a female. But I've got to say, when these people's ages came up, you'd, you'd see them first and then the age came up. I've got to mm. say, some of these guys are looking very old for their age. Yeah. It's it's all that entrepreneurial activity, you see. <laughs> oh, yeah. all, those, all those high up corporate stresses that these guys are dealing with. Restaurant manager, bar uh, manager, yeah. financial advisor, bank, the guy, manager. Restaurant, restaurant manager, Ali, please. Restaurant <laughs> manager for uh, Harry. Uh, the, I think, yeah, on that note, the bloke is probably copped at the hardest. The person who uh, time has not been kind to at all is Ryan. He's 26. He's silver on sides and back already. We, we, we have... Uh, uh, the construction foreman, of course, from New South yeah, Wales. We have Ryan. nicknamed Ryan the Creep. The He's the Creep. He is he... very aggressive. I'm not surprised. Aggressive? Coming from a female perspective, the way he acted... I would uh, I would leave I would, like yeah. I would leave his presence. Well, he's he still just, in there. I know, but he's still around. But see, that's you know peeling back the curtain, so to speak. He he'll stay around for a while, like on the producer's decision, because he's going to be the pot stirrer. He'll be in there causing some drama and, and saying it how it is. And I'm just more expecting that there'll be like one of those dates, and you'll just see in the back corner at a window him just like sliding mm. in, just breathing. Yeah. So um. On, I guess, rounding out those those introductions, we obviously, Apollo rolled in. He was the first uh, stallion on the track. With fire. Came in, mm-hmm. magic tricks out the wazoo, big Adonis of a man. Mm. He's huge. 24 years young, but there's not an ounce of fat on this bloke. He's a mountain. He looks great. Oh, he's, he's a think, good looking rooster. He's probably the best looking one on the show. Objectively speaking, I think, yeah, he's the, he's the best looking bloke on the show. And he's nice. Yeah, he seems very nice. Like he was very forthcoming and, and talking up Jared and he's like, oh, he's a vineyard owner. He's a good bloke. He, he's, you know, chumming up everybody. Seems I'm wondering if there's a bit of tax. 
Maybe. I, I I don't know. I do like Apollo. I think he's all right. He's very young, though. Mm. Yeah. You know, at 24, you don't have a lot of... I'm 26, so I, I can say this. 24, you don't have a lot of life experience. <laughs> shout, shout out, too, to a couple of these unique name fillers. Bingham, the polo rider or the polo player. Bingham, Bingham, and Jefferson. I've heard Bingham before, but it's very old English. Mm. And who? Jefferson. Yeah. like And Eden, sorry. It's, it's not just like McCain Tom, Phil, and Steve. Well. McCain, the guitarist, the little singer, the, oh, yeah. the fan. Mm. That, that was a bit creepy. Like, it was sweet at first and endearing. Like, he was one of the guys lucky enough to get his little introduction, rolling in in, in the limousine. Oh, I'm, I'm McCain. I'm 31 or whatever. Duh, duh, duh. This is my profession. I've had a crush on Sophie for 10 plus years. And then he gets out, sings her a jingle. It was nice, but then a it jingle. dragged on. Not even a tune. It's a jingle. Yeah. Like, and, and I like that. He was gunning for that little musician inside of her. You know, probably played on her heartstrings. But uh, but then the song went too long and you could see the cringe creep into Sophie. And she's like, just end this fucking song now, please. Can I go back to Apollo for a second? Mm-hmm. I, I, I sort of deviating a little bit here, guys. Sorry. But just on the note of magic, how is one a professional magician in this day and age? Like, what does that job look like? Is that a person who just books gigs? Yeah, it must be like at the RSL. Can you see Sophie yeah. Monk uh, being with a guy who's doing local Ari gigs? I don't know. She that, that's already, and this is something that gets to me a little bit. It's already come out, and she's doing interviews and whatnot, and she's saying she's found love. So maybe she's in love with the Ari magician. Who knows? That I, would be that would be kind of sweet. He yeah. does look like a nice guy. Yeah, he's at sweeter. least now. He's thirteen got, years her junior though, which is like, come on. Well, she again confirmed cougar. We know she's into that. Mm. Any other any other um, grand entrances you wanted to touch on uh, that were were. Talk, Noteworthy. You want to talk about Eden and his breakdancing? Yeah, old Ali G mm. rolling in in the in the red Adidas tracksuit, boombox, and uh, breakdance mat. The breakdance mat was already there for him. So yeah. imagine Sophie just standing there, and then the crew coming in, putting a mat down. Mm. She's like, "Oh God, what?" Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty clear why Eden's still uh, an eligible bachelor. I thought he was going to fall over because you saw him do a few of the moves, and the whole mat moved yeah. on the on the tiles or the. How on good the would it be if he kicked her in the face though? Oh. Like, good first impression. Yeah, so that was nice. Um, of course, we did have the, the vineyard manager, Jared, and his, his grapes. Is, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, she was like so like, oh, that's so nice like kind of thing. I'm like, no, if some if I got really dressed up and then mm. some arsehole's like, hey, let's step in some grapes. I'm like, you step in grapes. Yeah, yeah, but she did it. <laughs> <laughs> she did it with a smile. She had a chuckle. They had a nice moment. Well, this comes back to Sophie just being up, you know, up for mm. whatever. She's cool. And, She's uh, easy breezy. Well, hang on. Well, up for cool. How about when you meet someone and they put a blindfold over you? Yeah, that that doubles back to Jordan, who I just think is straight weirdo. Yeah. Let's put a blindfold on. And then he doesn't even say anything. He's like, come find me later. And then just goes off. And she's no, standing said, there with a blindfold on. He didn't on. even really suggest that. He's like, he's like you're going to go, you're going to find me. And then he just, like, at first I'm like, oh, is he going to hide in the garden? And they're going to do something cute? And then he's just like, no. Yeah, Straight well, it obviously house. didn't work for him because he left. And he left in, in, <laughs> in poor Asher, the poor bloke with a moon boot. I'll, I'll say... Before we, I guess, get into the, the episode more so as the meat on it, but Sam's grand entrance was great. He got his three little nephews up there, swooned up. I hated up. that. I hated that. I thought it was a bit cute. But you then did? but then he completely just fucked it up and was talking about just weird stuff with putting bras on, on the kids. and Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's yeah. any person that brings, like, children into a situation to think that, like... I don't know. I, I don't know if it says something about a female or what, but if, you know, a guy thinking that if I bring children into the mix, they'll find an endearing and make then it'll, it'll make me hum. look good. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly. better than the grapes. Yeah. Are you suggesting she should step on the children? 
she could try. <laughs> I would. Um, <laughs> I but, know. yes, I, I, I didn't find that part. The only part that was great was when the kids said the best thing that Uncle Sam did was took us to Target. Yeah, like, shout out to Target. Or as the fancy <laughs> people call it, Target. Uh, I'm going to say best entrance, Blake. Came in, wasn't too gimmicky, just had a bunch of gifts. Yeah, big black and Nothing red box. Nothing gimmicky, and he brought in a bunch of gifts. Yeah, that's, that's a box gimmicky. of gimmick. Well, just, I mean, he's not breakdancing. But, like, if... There was what? There was Ugg boots. There was wine. like wine and like a Technicolor fur coat. Tell me, all right, let's talk about the dream coat afterwards. But the wine and the Ugg boots, who doesn't like a, a gift of Ugg boots and wine? Super comfy. Kind of says a little bit about what he thinks of her, I think. Maybe that she's, you know, looking to kind of have someone there to be, you know, snuggling up to in the winter with a nice little red. That, come on, guys. I thought that was all right. Just no. wanted to say his little you know sizzle highlight reel of himself just selfie in no matter where he was i'm not talking and, about him as a person and I'm then his intro and then when they're like i'm a i'm a businessman slash entrepreneur and he's doing the <laughs> fake phone call and he's like yeah sell. yeah just sell 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 or whatever and then it cuts away <laughs> to him doing, doing pull-ups and i'm like fuck yeah it was it's fantastic uh, shout out to the the producers for cutting that up that way i also oh, want to give an honorable mention to the meme machine that is uh hayden who dabbed oh. yeah oh. Yeah, yeah, he's. I don't know what to think about him. He's th- another one of these guys that just exist in the background. I think they've kind of yeah. like just like thrown someone who's of the generation, like mm. the the youngins. Hayden, um, Hayden's they've like thrown him in there, and he's like dabbing. Really? Yeah, he's not of the generation. He's got them city miles on him. If you're, if got them dabbing. city miles. <laughs> if you're dabbing at any age right now, you are not of the generation. You are well and truly behind the curve. Oh gosh, I didn't realize he was. Really? I think so. Yeah, I think he's twenty eight. We can we can we can fact check that one in a moment. What's what's the odds of him going on a date and saying it's lit fam? He already said oh. it was lit. Oh. He already oh. said something was lit. Hayden. Dollar ten. He's twenty nine. Oh my god. And he works in marketing. Or maybe that's it. Alright, guys. Maybe he's in tune with the kids. Should we start breaking down the episode? Like, let's, let's really jump it. into it because there are some serious yeah. points that came out uh, I think of episode two uh more so. Let's talk about um <laughs> I've got to say, I can't, I can't. The first thing I thought of when I saw Jared, Tom Gleason, And yeah. thank you for saying Tom that Gleason to me. Tom Gleeson lookalike. And that's all I, I see now. Yeah, well, as soon as I saw him, and just as I saw Jared, I'm like, why do you look like someone I've already met? And then as soon as he said, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's who he looks like. And look, I'm not going to, he's he's not my kind of guy. You know what I mean? I don't think he's necessarily an attractive man. He's certainly not the pick of the litter out of all of our bachelors. But, hey, he, but he served in East Timor. He's a veteran. You know, he's seen some things, all right? He's seen some things. Respect well, the troops. He's, well, respectfully, he's 31 years old. He's a vine, vineyard manager now. I was going to say vineyard manager. Um, he was though, our first. Parents. Yeah, it's his it's parents', parents vineyard. vineyard. Yeah, it's still, I mean, he's, you know, he's, when you've got Harry as the restaurant manager, that could yeah. be, that could be Chief Chinese or that could be McDonald's. evaluator. That's what we'll find out. He's, he's the grape guy. Well, we saw a lot of Jared. I think we, we saw did. a lot of Jared. We, we, we got did. to see just how... Uh, <laughs> Just how Jared works. Uh, Jared got the single date. The he first did. single date uh, in this season of The Bachelorette. Uh, it was at Spotless Stadium. And uh, I obviously, you know, to build the drama, Sophie, afraid of heights, decides to go on a high wire uh, walk with Jared. Yeah, like 70 meters in the air. It or was something. high. It was very substantial. It was very high. I wouldn't have done that shit. Mate, if you, you do anything for love, all right? For Sophie Monk, maybe. Mm. But you don't do that. But Ooh. I won't do that. I'll... Shout out, Meatloaf. Uh, Love you, big guy. 
What what do we think of the the first date, guys? Like, I think it went kind of well. We obviously had Sophie freaking out a little bit on the wire. That had and to we go also back. Jared freaking out as yeah. well. But he handled that shit. I'll give it to I reckon, him. He I reckon that. they cut out a lot. Like mm. when when she was showing it to him initially, you could see in his face as soon as he's like, "Oh yeah, we're going up there, are we?" And you just saw it. He was shitting bricks. Yeah, like yeah. he was he was absolutely petrified. And then yeah, as you they said, they both went up. Yeah, yeah, they both said to each other. Mm. I'm not a fan of heights. Yeah. yeah. And they, they made it about a third of the way across this uh this wire. Yeah. It got too much for our bachelorette. They they went back to the start. He coaxed her along. Very positive encouragement, nice support, all this stuff. It was Jared's call because Jared was behind her. So if yeah. Jared was like, no, just push, just push, just mm. push, like she would have been stuck. Uh, What do we think of the option to go back? I thought that was kind of weird. I would have just been like, uh, personally, yeah. I would have been like, we're halfway. Come on, let's it, keep it's, going. It's ah, weird. so you're the problem. See? I wouldn't have, I would have failed this test because Sophie would've. loved that about Jared that he, yeah. that he let her go back. Yeah, and like, actually, I was surprised when she said most guys would have probably just egged me on, told me to finish. And mm. I'm like, what kind of guy would do that if a girl's One of them petrified? Bloody Madden brothers. I've got to say, after seeing the rest of Jared, I'm pretty pretty glad to be you know not compared to Jared, not not uh, likened to Jared because mm. man, he got like he got feelings really quick. Yeah, the, he the went crew, from zero to one hundred. Yeah, the crew while they're up on that high wire were very efficient in setting up this cute little adorable wine and cheese scenario in the middle of the in the middle of the stadium. And they were talking about kids. They're talking about their yeah. aspirations he's, for the future. He's he's way in. He is yep. like um, single white female type of scenario going on. He's got that. He got the crazy. Yeah, he got well, the that's crazy the thing. He he got the crazy real quick. Yeah. yeah, like he. Oh, yeah. It's like they went on that date and he was automatically boyfriend, and then mm-hmm. he just got freaky. I'm gonna say overprotective yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, I'll say one thing though. Like in a in a manner that you don't see after the age of seventeen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the kind of bullshit uh, bravado that you see in teenagers. It That's gets lonely out was. on the vineyards, man. And and he's been out on deployment. <laughs> you know he he's, hey, he's got those hasn't found llamas. much love. He's got those llamas. But um, I was surprised that like that first kiss they shared, it wasn't just like a little oh. peck. It was big. Yeah, they went. Yeah, for I was a big kinda, session. I was kind of disappointed. Look, in so yeah. the rose is customary. I mean, it's usually the case that you get a rose on a first date. Very rarely do you not. Mm. Um, it's more towards the end of the season where they kind of let them go after the first. Day. But uh, the kiss was not customary. She didn't have to kiss him, so you know you can read into that what you will. Uh, I think. Matty J held out for like three apps before he mm. kissed anyone. We, we should double back on Pure the Rose talk too. Sam, um, surfer Sam, voice talent actor or whatever. Oh, yeah, we missed oh, this. Right. Um, he, he was awarded the double delight rose at yep. the end of the first episode. Why did they call which it he, that? he gets two private one-on-one dates mm. at Sophie's choosing. He can't sort of cash it in and say, I'm taking you on a date. He's got to wait for her to come to him and say, let's go on a date. And, yeah. it, and it's making him the crazy too. Oh, oh, yeah. Fantastic. Goodness. Like, I... On the first episode, I I liked him. I like to me, he was like you know he was funny, he was down to earth, he knew what he was about. Like he didn't seem like he was taken mm. too seriously. I'm like, mm. cool, awesome, great. But yeah, he went. He got the case of the crazy as well. Mm. Yeah, it's just that monk. We'll monk touch on fever. the photo shoot. We'll touch on the photo shoot at the moment. Uh, I, I I gotta I gotta just um, really quickly wrap up with Jared though about his crazy. Uh, yeah, Sophie needs just, to move and change her name. He, he he's going to be in the bushes mm. from now until the end of time yeah we had I mean just even after the date he wanted more time with her which got in the face of all the other blokes 
Uh, he ended up getting that time, mm. gave her a pair of Ugg boots, which is the, what, the second yeah. or third pair of Ugg boots second. she's got. Second. Second pair of Ugg boots she's gotten since coming in the house after Blake. Uh, he was offering her, her his jacket twice. Uh, and the best part on the jacket when he's like, he took it off. Yeah. And he's like, and then she's like, Sophie, no, it's a bit cold. Here's my jacket. And he's like, okay, no worries. I'll just leave it here for when it cools down yeah. a bit later. But then he puts it on defeated and then goes and, and gives it to her when he when he takes her away anyway. Like he's... Yeah, he's trying way too hard, this fella. We'll circle back to the cocktail party in a, uh, in a moment. Let's talk about the photo shoot. Yeah. So this is always, this is a bachelor staple is what I've learned. There is always a photo shoot <laughs> and the photo shoot is absolutely a test for the favorites, I'll say, for the people we're probably going to see for a lot longer in the season, the guys who are probably going to ride it out most. Um, we had, uh, we had uh, Bonnie and Clyde, themed shoot yep mm-hmm. we had a sort of a roman empire slash cupid Troy of helen yeah, yeah. i think it was yeah. okay uh with apollo who again just going back to this guy this guy's a beefcake yeah he is yoked from top to tail he yeah. is but a he, giant you know what he was pretty like modest about it yeah. like he wasn't like flexing he wasn't doing push-ups no. <laughs> blake <No>. um <laughs> So, and he didn't need makeup to accentuate it. Um, yeah, they didn't paint abs on him yeah. like they did with Blake. Yeah, so he was just like, he was just walking around in it. And I, like I said, I was really disappointed that they made him toward They didn't make him Apollo. His name's Apollo. Yeah. Like, you know, they didn't, you know, I loved whatever. that um, was Harry and Ryan with the two little Cupid angels in the back. Literally <laughs> just like these two little infantile looking men in the back with their little bow and arrows they looked they looked like the, little boys the yeah best they thing in that like sequence boys. though is like sophie's like you know doing her little dialogue and she's like she's like oh look at apollo like you know oh my god your oh, muscles yeah. and everything mm. and then in her little dialogue she goes and the other two hilarious i don't think any guy wants to hear that yeah. so uh let's talk about robin of loxley and uh friar Whatever his name is. Fry Tuck. Fry Tuck. So in this shoot, this was a great shoot. We had Sam and we had uh, James. James James is Fry Tuck. Now, in all these shoots, there's always someone who gets absolutely railroaded and has to wear a shit costume. Mm. In this yeah, one, so we had James. He had, a, he had a fat suit on and a bald wig on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Fryer Tuck monk sort of style hair. He did not look good at all. But But he he killed it. it. He fucking killed it. And he killed Sam dead in the water as well. Sam was just off creeping off there. absolute creeping he was yelling out shit like i can see sophie's cans like yeah and it's like you're 30 33 or 31 30 31 early 30s but like real real uh i i thought it was like something you'd see out of like the movie old school you know what i mean like super oh, yeah. frat boy and i just thought like when is this cool you know what i mean Never. when does anyone appreciate Never. this shit uh it, yeah like i he he really turned and dial i'd like i think he's think i think he's thinks he's being funny yeah but like you know in this kind of situation like it, it definitely wasn't called for and he was of, and he said it himself he wanted to be front and center he didn't want to share mm. and in and he shot himself in the foot i'm gonna say straight away he's a douchebag oh uh, yeah fucking yeah, he's a knob. straight away sam sam is dead to me he's, he's bernard fanning yeah on this show I've he's really holding on like, he's really holding on to that i have an understanding thinning, thinning hairline mm. They're editing this, obviously, to make everyone seem as white. Sure. Obviously. And there are segments where you can tell that he's the funny guy. He's the funny guy. He's mm. a voice actor. He, you know, he does voices. He's he says the lines. first person in five years that I've heard use the word pash to refer to Kissy. Oh, yeah. you know, he's pashing other people. Blah, blah. Mm. Who says that anymore? A voice actor named Sam. <laughs> 
Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. And yeah, James, he kept calling James like, he's fat. He's fat. Yeah. That was the thing that kind of got to me. Oh, look how fat he looks. Like, bo- like, body shaming? Dude, We're body shaming you, already, Bachelorette. Yeah, you understand that that's not his body, right? Be yeah. better than this, Channel Ten. Be better. Yeah, mm. uh, the Bonnie and Clyde thing uh, was a pretty nothing. Yeah, shoot, so, so Jordan. Ja- yeah, Jordan. Sorry. Yeah, Jordan was dressed up doing his best Bugsy Malone impression, which sucked. Shout out too to the the hundred dollar Osher. Bills oh, the Osher dollars. Around. The Osher dollars. Yeah, I bet that's in his contract somewhere that he needs some kind of own Osher based currency in the show. He has it. Yeah, sure. Mm. It's uh, it's it's totally fair for him to uh, to use that money as well. Mm. He can buy things with that. Yeah, Osha. yeah. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> o coins, we'll call them. O notes. <laughs> o notes. I like O notes. O notes. Uh, I love that uh, Blake was watching the the shoot, the uh, Bonnie and Clyde shoot. He's looking at uh, at Jordan, and uh, and then you have his commentary. He says, "I think Sophie's looking for someone a little more rugged." Obviously referring to himself, yeah. but he's more rugged. Cut to the Garden of Eden photo shoot. This man does not have a hair on his bloody body. Mm-hmm. He is not rugged. And as we said before, he had to get his abs painted on. He got yeah. his abs painted on. Yeah, which I did found a good job. So well hilarious. done, makeup artists. I must admit, and I think we all should admit, he did really well. Like Blake did really oh, well. Oh yeah, in his he photo crushed shoot. that. That was that was yeah. sexy. I'm sitting there going, damn. Yeah, and she, you know, she was obviously taken by it as well. He's interesting because he, uh, like, when you see him interacting with the other blokes, you just hate him. And when you hear him mm. talk, he, like his commentary, it's like he sucks. But he is on point every time mm. he's speaking to Sophie. It yeah. seems like he seems to be he's really working. He's the tweener. He's the heel and the face. If we're yeah. going wrestling talk, he's he's playing both sides and mm. he's doing it fantastic. Like when Jared was going crazy about going to talk to her and thank her for the date, and he just like. No, mate, you're a dickhead or something. Like, he swore and they censored it out. Um, he called him a piece of shit. That's right. That's right. I, <laughs> he just said, you're a piece of shit and you need to go tonight. Yeah, which is fantastic. I'm like, yes. Yes, I love this. I love the Australian Bachelor. Is he going to be the turnaround? Is he going to be the one where it's like everyone hates him at the beginning? He's just misunderstood. Maybe. Maybe. He's just misunderstood. I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a prediction. I think that Blake is angling for his own Bachelor season. Well, out the of same this, way Matty J did. Out of this cast, he is certainly one of the candidates. Just looking at the sort of the headshots of all these uh, eighteen bachelors. See, yeah, I was thinking that, but maybe for Apollo. No, I don't. I don't think Apollo's got enough depth. Just quietly, Aww. I don't think there's. I think you know. You wait till he pulls a rabbit out of the hat, mate, and you'll be oh, doubling yeah. down on on that statement. Quick, smart, mate. If you can pull it, that magic trick with the X. Yeah, on his hand. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. Mate, if he pulls a personality out of that hat, I'll be impressed. But uh, at the moment, all I'm seeing is a beefcake with some fire up his sleeve. Can we also talk about how the other shoots had the guys watching, but he, like Brett, didn't get... Blake. Blake, sorry. Blake didn't get anyone. He got a solo shoot. Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah, all that happens. Shoots. That happens as well. There's always one cat that's lucky enough to get that one-on-one. That's yeah. very interesting. I remember in the... Um, the last season I watched, they did like almost like a ghost sort of reenactment, and it was yeah a one-on-one thing, very sexy, very doesn't, sexual. Doesn't indicate much. Last no. season it was a girl who got turfed early, so you know, huh. read into that what you will. But yeah, there's always there's always one who kind of gets the one-on-one. It was it was pretty good though. They looked good. They were just wearing leaves. Oh yeah, they were getting very close. I'd and love even, to and even close Sophie to said Mark something completely butchering the quote, but she said it was like. One of the hottest things she'd ever done, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. It was one of the lines. hottest things I've ever done. Yeah. 
Fuck no. Yeah. Love you, Sophie. Love. God damn. This is Sophie. There's so many Sophieisms in this show mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. She is such a bogan. Mm. Which I love. And I like that the guys are into it too. Yeah. Well, I think you think they are anyway. You'd also hope they are. Chasing that fame. Guys, uh, cocktail party. So we're yes. at the cocktail party. And Jefferson. And this kind of got overshadowed very quickly by all the Jared drama. Who is the, the mafioso Don? Je- pizza Jefferson, mafioso. The, the pizza mafioso. Um, pizza mafioso says to Sophie, can I borrow you for a minute? And they go off into the secret garden area and have a little chat. I love that the no secret idea garden's what's being said. right in the open, 20 meters away from everyone else. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. No idea what's being said. And then we have all the Jared drama. Mm-hmm. I think Jefferson's laying some foundation. Well, oh. a- anyone offering up a pizza made of roses... You know, that's a, that's an in. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait to a woman's heart. Mm-hmm. Well, to a good woman's heart anyway. Yeah. We had the Jared stuff. We sort of covered that already. He's really not in good favor with Sam or with uh, Blake. I think and a lot of the other a lot blokes, of guys offside pretty quick. Yeah, mm. got a lot of the guys offside. And they were all of them. Uh, like, I think half the room is frustrated and agitated. And the other half are literally praying on, on Jared in a moment of weakness or having a bit of a laugh at the same mm. time. Old mate Luke whispering in people's ears. Yeah. Notice yeah. that. He, he's the shadow master, that mm. guy. The puppet master. She called him George Clooney when they first met, but yeah. then he sort of faded out into yeah. obscurity, but sort of came back in for the cocktail um, hour and got a little bit more camera time. I yeah. think, yeah, he's a bit of a dark horse. He's looking all right. You don't see everyone in every episode. They they, they sort of circulate it. So mm. hopefully, you know, when we see in the later episodes, we might see Luke... Clooney, George Clooney, sorry. Luke Clooney will call Luke Clooney. Luke, Luke Clooney, Clooney come out with a bit more uh, bit more action, a bit more game, mm. maybe. Maybe an espresso product placement. Uh, we <laughs> Good reference. Mm. Uh, and I think uh, right before the rose ceremony as well, when everything's all at the top, we had Sam just kind of go off one last little time, having a little bit more of a sook. And we did see, again, that, that whiny, arrogant... He was definitely throwing his toys out of the cot. Like, he was having a little hissy fit. He's just a little bitch. He is a little mm. bitch. Still yeah. filthy. The powder finger broke up, I think. That's the problem. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rose ceremony. Uh, so, we, on the first night, again, we lost uh, we lost the two old blokes, Chad and, Chad and Jamie. They're out with their walking sticks. Uh, and Jordan and in his moon boot on the second night. What, or what, what did Kenny G play? Kenny G played a sax. Did he? Yeah. Kenny G's a sax man, bro. Nice. I nailed it. So Jordan, uh, between sort of episode one and two, did his ankle and wound up in a moon boot. And, and he came across in that first episode uh, after the introductions and then that little mixer they always seem to have. Th- these guys must be bombed the majority of recording. They're drinking all the time. All yeah. the time. And um, they started playing Never Have I Ever. And uh, Sophie says, oh, she's going to dial it up a bit. Asks, never have I ever been cheated on. And obviously, when you have, you have a drink. Straight away, Jordan just breaks down crying. So everyone's like, oh, man, it's okay. What's happened? And nothing happened. Like, he goes, she's like, did you have a partner that cheated on you? No, it never happened. Did you cheat on someone? No, it never happened. It was just a miscommunication. Uh, we broke up because we thought we cheated and we didn't. I'm just like, you have to have an angle. What is Brendan? this? You have to have an angle. Yeah, but and when you're the, the wounded emotional child, what angle is that for 37 year old Soph? The sympathy well, angle. I mean, he said it. He said it sucks. Yeah, it but just like, sucks. grow up. Well, Nothing happened. I feel, you know, Sophie, she's a hard girl, mate. You know, she's. Yeah, you she know, ain't got no time for Jordan. That's it. As evidenced by uh, episode two, Rose Ceremony. Yeah. Slider. 
And that moon boot, apparently Shame. that moon boot uh, was a basketball accident. Mm. Off camera, conveniently. Off camera basketball accident. Mm. Um, I like that he escalated and sort of turned down the level of limp in between scenes sometimes. Like, mm. And on that oh. walk out, the defeated walk. Watching him walk out of that room. Mm. Yeah, he was. I, I, I love that. He was that a wounded animal. animal. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm like, put it on, make her feel bad. And they didn't even give him um, the, the, the outro usually where they're, they're in the car driving away and they sort of cut to the big long shot where they're driving over Anzac Bridge or whatever else and he's giving his little closing thoughts. Didn't get nothing out no. of he, he said like two lines off camera and that was it. And can, he was limping away. Yeah. Can I, uh, can, can I just say it was pretty funny watching the goons. Osher Gunsberg come in, come oh in and God. absolutely cut his legs out from under. I cannot stand out. Osher um, just putting that right on the table. You know, spiritual reimagining of himself, yet he's selling himself out to, to be the host of this. Where, where, where are you on Osher, Ali? Well, he was always and- Andy G. Andy Andrew G, G yeah. formerly Andrew G. Yeah. Long-haired, um, heavy metal VJ. Yeah. I, I met him once at a V Awards ceremony. He seemed kind of douchey then. Mm. And um, <laughs> can confirm. Um, and then now seeing him in this, it's just kind of like he... To me, he's coming across as that that friend that really wants to bang the chick, but mm. he's going to help her out. Yeah, you know, you're such a nice guy. Help me pick a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just it's awkward. Mm. He's kind of hanging around awkwardly, except for when he came out to meet the guys, and all the guys are like, oh, Osha. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, sup, bros. I think I think Osha has more fun on The Bachelor when there's 18 women that he does on oh, The Bachelorette. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think on The Bachelor, it's about him trying to find, uh, you know, the praying on, yeah, praying on, praying on maybe the offcuts. Mm. You know, I wouldn't put it past. Yeah, him. He, he's happily if married, but we don't we don't want to cast him as a as a cheater. As a, but no, there's no. certainly no doubt some backstage flirtation bit, bit going of fun, on. Bit of fun, just uh, just keeping uh, keeping the skills mm. sharp, you know. Um, but I think in this, he just loves that he can come in and just crush these blokes. That, that part... It sort of looks like... I, I, and I love it. I think it, it's funny. It annoys me so much, though. Like, it's just that final unnecessary last jab where you're the last person, you don't have your rose, you know you're going home, and then he comes in, he's like, Jordan, you don't have a rose. Sorry, mate, say your goodbyes. And it's like, no shit, mate. I'm, I'm in pieces right now. I cried yesterday about a fake cheating story. And now you've come in, punch me with your spiritual bloody mindset. Now I've got to limp out of here. I do think it's very insensitive yeah. that it like it's the last two and then she calls the one that gets the rose. Bingham. And then the one that doesn't get the rose has to sit there, endure watching the yeah. guy who got the final rose. Be strong. Yeah, and just Be sit there strong. until it's his time to walk mm. up and it's then the say best. bye. And you know no, what? She didn't even, didn't even give him the what finale. what we watch for, Ali. That's what we love. We want to see dreams crushed. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because obviously later in these seasons, typically when they don't get the rose, the bachelor or the bachelorette will give them that final pep talk. You're amazing. You're the best. Everything's going to be okay. He didn't get nothing. He was just limp your broken ass out of here, mate. Mate, I'll tell you what, 16th place doesn't get any TV contracts. That's for sure. No. Biggest loss in his world. Um, Let's talk about our picks. So we are all going to right now decide who we think will take this out and our favorite as well are we going to do favorite and potential winner or is it one and the same um it's got to be i think we've got to do the one and the same because i've got a whole bunch of favorites already from this lit of just trash men i've got to be honest there's the person that i want to win but i kind of know statistically probably won't but then I, i'm sort winner. of the same i'm yeah. the same all right well t- t- maybe give us your honorable mention who do you think should you would like to see win 
I'm I'm liking Apollo's gym like so Apollo? far. Yeah, yeah, but he's. I think he's too young. I think that's going to be the sword he falls on. Yeah. So I I don't think he's going to win. I think he'll make it to maybe the top five. Yeah. But I think he'll be a late scratching. Can I just say shout out to his parents for fantastic choice of name. Yeah. Very very. Uh, and their bloodlines. Jesus Greek Christ. Name. He's far lap on in this bloody <laughs> field. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, Ali, honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention is uh, James. Uh, yes, he he's was, a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart with his introduction and his nervousness, but his realness as well. Like, oh yeah, like you know, shaking and everything like that. I'm also going to give him an honorable mention of he's kiss. He get he he gets a kiss with her a lot, and mm-hmm. she's not irked by it. Like she goes for a kiss, he gets a kiss, he gets a lot of kisses. And he was dressed up as Friar Tuck, and they were sharing a lot of kisses, a lot of kisses. And if old Bernard Fanning's just standing to the side, just Sam boiling. Yeah, if you rewatch that, I think he gets at least like five or six kisses. Yeah. Um, granted, like on the cheek or whatever, but still, that's mm-hmm. that's an interaction on the list. But I think his downfall is, firstly, he's he's short, shorter than her too. I think Pretty. he's he's one of the littlest guys in the yeah. field. Yeah, and I think as much as people are like, oh, it doesn't matter, it's gonna matter somehow. They'll find another angle. He's Sea Biscuit. I think he's a wingman. I think he's that nice guy, and he's. I think yeah, he's gonna fade out because yeah. the other guys are gonna. Kind of he's never the one that the women are looking at first. I feel like yeah, yeah. so. Poor James. Poor James. Uh, I'm going to give him. my honourable mention to Jared. Ooh. Yeah. As, oh. Just because just cause hear me out. Uh, because I think, like, if you look at the interaction with Sophie and you look at, like, on paper, all the things, you can kind of see that they do sort of line up. But he's also just too far. I, I don't think he's too, like, I don't think he's socially aware enough, right? Mm. I think he comes on too thick. I think he's probably a little boring. Yeah. A little yeah. bit boring. Mm. Anyone that but, looks like Tom Gleason is usually boring. Yeah, <laughs> including Tom Gleason. Mm. Um, but I think he played his hand kind of decently so far, and he'll, I think he'll be around for a little while. I think where he'll come undone, though, is that the fellas in the house will somehow just I think him. they're going to find a lock of Sophie's hair under his pillow that he cut off while she was sleeping. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the, that's the downfall. Just a, right there. a signed picture of Sophie from 1999 mm. when she was in Bardo. Yeah. Uh, all right, but onto the 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 main picks, the the main horse. Who do you reckon? I I'm leaning towards uh, someone we briefly mentioned before, old Luke Clooney. Mm-hmm. He's older. He's silver foxing. He's sniffing around. He knows what's going on. He's, he's not a playing his blood. He's not playing his hand too mm-hmm. early. He's just been the cool, silent George Clooney that he is. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on I think Luke? he You're, might be the winner. A lot of smiling and nodding coming yep. over from your corner, yep. Ali. Like, as soon as I saw Luke with his introduction, he has all the key features that you would expect in a final final three of mm-hmm. uh, Bachelorette. With a chiseled jawline, tall, good good height, especially in comparison to Soph, because mm-hmm. she's pretty tall. Um, he's not buff. He's not slender. He's a good mix. Um, and, like... Yeah, he's he's got. I'm assuming based on how age goes on this show, appearance wise, he looks older than her, which you probably want. Yeah, which see, probably he's really 33, want. so I think he's the mm. oldest horse still in the race. Yeah, yeah. And, and his occupation, business culture consultant. Yeah, very interesting. What a heap of bullshit. But anyway, no worries. <laughs> Entrepreneur. Um, yeah, but I, f- I feel like he's got all those like just those right winning combinations right now that like definitely put him up the top. Yeah, good contender. Um. Yeah. So he's your pick as well. You he's, think he's, he's gonna? Yeah. yeah. Look, I. It's very early to tell. Obviously, it's very yeah. early to tell. But uh, I think yeah, Luke, Luke does kind of appear strong. 
Um, we've all had a peek at the odds as well that are running at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we know what sort of the experts are looking at. And Luke is top top pick. Oh, he's the top dog he's, already. He's the top dog. On Sportsbet. On, on Sportsbet. So we, we're not advocating gambling here. We're just using this as a sort of indication. But to... definitely start a, an underground gambling pool with your friends. Oh, what yeah. What about oh, buying yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. That's how I Pick a horse. This. That's how I got into this. Right up to the end. Um, yeah, so Luke, Luke's actually coming in first, uh, followed by uh, Jared, I believe. Uh, yeah, followed closely by Jared and then Apollo. Um, okay. So... Those are the top three. Those are the favorites as per sports bet. I, I, yeah, I think Luke looks good. I reckon we'll see... I reckon we'll see Blake kind of get cut maybe towards the end, maybe top five. Yeah. I reckon... I think... I know. I've got a funny feeling Blake's going to have a turnaround and he'll get up there. He'll definitely think? get he'll up there. He'll open up I just and think, become a nice yeah, guy. Think, like something will happen. Like she'll, she'll meet his family and then that will be it. Like, you know, like she'll, she'll see this side. But the oh, I really want her... He's just, you can tell Blake is totally in this for himself. Like, that's the And thing. how is that He's any different from any her. of the other mm-hmm. ones? Well, I apart mean, at least maybe, some of them uh, pretend to want to find romance. Apart from maybe James. I think he's he's genuinely looking for love, the little mate. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I reckon he's top mm. five material. So, what do you think leading into the third episode? Obviously, we've already seen some drama. Sam's unhinged. Yeah, Sam's going crazy. I can't wait to watch the next episode. Mm. Screw you guys for getting me into this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but Sorry. Yes, the teaser. <laughs> The teaser. Who's next to go? Uh, um, do, I'm not sure if one of the little offcuts. Yeah, we're still we're still in dead weight phase. I'm uh, I'm thinking Harry. I'm thinking Pete. Look, I, think, I can't even remember him on the screen at all, apart from a random cutaway where he's in the back. That was, I remember yeah. him briefly for the awkward introducing himself and then asking for her name. Oh, that was him. That was him. I'm pretty mm. certain. Uh, yeah. Look, Pete Bingham was. Second last to be picked this week, Pete which Bingham is not always or uh, you know, simply red. Harry, simply Harry. red, Good the restaurant red. manager, franchisee owner of McDonald's Lidcombe or something like that. Oh, I and I kind of just hope Eden stays for the majority of it because he's not a contender at all. No, nah. he's not. But he is a great like. How many times did we pan to him for a reaction or a funny remark kind yeah. of oh, thing? He's, he's totally whispering in ears himself. Yeah. So yeah. So I hope he stays. So, yeah, I, I think it could be Simply Red, Bingham, or Pete is the next to go. Okay, yeah, I, I, I like those three. Yeah, good I'll odds. go with those three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, closing closing opinions or anything else you noticed over these first two episodes? Yeah. Um, dude, I cannot wait to see Sam go because I feel like Sam's got to go out <laughs> in, in an absolute uh, blaze of fury. Mm. He's going to be going out over some serious controversial shit. Uh, walkouts? Do we want to maybe see? Do you guys think we'll have a walkout this season? I mean, it's a possibility, but just we had based one last on season, looking based, at the field, it's yeah. hard to say. I mean, with with men, do men walk out or do they stay till the final straw? I don't know. I look. I, I'm not. Depends on the man. Blake would I'm be a sure. guy I could see walk out. No. Or Sam. Maybe I. I feel, I feel Sam, like yeah. yeah. Blake maybe a bit of a, a bit of drama. What about Ryan the creep? He might get dragged out by police because he might punch somebody he looks like he's had a few avos put on him over the years right yeah unfortunately his first impression didn't yeah work for me mm. and i don't think he'll ever get rid of it yeah 
No, One quick observation <laughs> that I quick. wanted to uh, to bring to light is the scarf budget on The Bachelorette is out of control. Oh, these these guys are like styling, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that was a prerequisite. Like, that was like, you have to have a fashion uh, sense. I, I'm no doubt these guys are dressed by the crew behind the scenes. No singlet top in sight. Mm. But a lot of long scarves. A lot of long scarves, some nice uh, man cardies. I think I saw cardies. some cashmere in there. A lot of interesting colours. Mm. A lot of interesting colours. <laughs> Uh, this wraps up the first and second episode of The Bachelorette and, uh, and of course, the first episode of Rose Royale. Um, season one, maybe we'll do season two and three down the line. We'll see how Channel 10 plays it. If you haven't seen the full episodes or if you uh, want to catch up, you can watch them online at uh, 10play.com.au forward slash bachelorette forward slash episodes. Uh, if you want to catch any of us, you can find us on the Twitter sphere. You can find myself at Salim TD. You can find me at Brendan 8Bit. And you can find me at Miss Ali Hart. And if you're posting on the socials, be sure to use hashtag Rose Royale uh, for all of your witty observations of The Bachelorette. We're going to leave you now with the first of many uh, Sophieisms to come. The lovely one-liners that our darling bachelorette comes out with thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week i know i'm not the typical bachelorette i'm 37 i'm a massive bogan but i really hope that australia understand that i really want to find something genuine and they back me on this and don't think i'm a tool